Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. The word of your testimony is not what he's going to do. It's what he's already done. He overcame the enemy for us. He triumphed over him for us. Speak the word. It's time to speak the word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe continuing her message titled, Taking Back What the Devil Stole. Speak the Word. In John 10, 10, he tells us that Satan is the thief. He wants to strip you of everything, but he can't do it. Now, he will if you let him, but only if you let him. I know some people think that all Pastor Job teaches about is the mouth. She always talks about the mouth and the words. But you know, look in your Bible from Genesis to Revelation and see how many times God speaks about the mouth and about the words. And I believe if you'll get a hold of this word, brothers and sisters, that you will be set free. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. You've got to get a hold of this right here until you can get a handle on your mouth. You're never going to be able to stop the devil and you're never going to get your life back. We've got to worship the Lord. We've got to praise God. We've got to give Him the praise. We've got to give Him the glory. And we've got to have faith in that Word. And we've got to take that Word. And we've got to speak it over our situations. Are you hearing me? It's a sword. The only weapon that you have to defend to protect yourself and your family is the Word of God. Are you hearing me? His Word, saints, are designed to turn your darkness into light. And you might ask, Pastor Joe, will this situation ever turn around for me? And my answer is, yes, it will. Amen. Yes, it will. Your tongue is the rudder of your ship. And as quickly as you want to use that tongue, the quicker that ship's going to turn around. Are you hearing me? And when you continue to speak His Word, which acts like a laser, there's nothing God can't do. And that's how you're going to take back what the devil's stolen from you. When God says, wait on the Lord, He don't mean for you to just sit there. Amen. And I start confessing the words that He gave me. The things that I was confessing, I've written down in books. As He'd write them, I'd give them. I got books of them. The things I was confessing in 2005 and 6 and 7, 8, now I'm doing today. Yeah. Things that in the natural was so impossible, I can't even tell you. A lot of people don't know this, but I didn't go to college. And I ended up with a GED. But yet, God's got me up here preaching to the world. Amen. He's given me words. Amen. He told me I was going to write books. Thank you, Jesus. I wrote six this year. Six booklets. And I, I didn't know how to use the computer, but the Holy Spirit taught me how. You know, these are things that's not in my notes that the Lord wants me to share with you, you. to encourage you. I'm not ashamed that I came from a poor family. And I'm not ashamed that I had, didn't have the opportunity that a lot of you may have had. But I, I, I am so glad that I am one that can shake it off and keep on going. Amen. And there's so many things I could share with you, but I, I won't because the Lord hasn't led me to do that. But I could probably write a book on it and you say, well, Pastor Joe, how in the world did you ever get through it and how did you get here? I got here the same way you did. Amen. By trusting in God. 
and by the grace of God and believing that he can do what he says he'll do. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 You're going to have to begin to speak and you're going to have to learn to prophesy to your situations. That's what I did. I learned to prophesy. That's what Ezekiel did. In Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14, he said that he did what God told him to do. God commanded Ezekiel to prophesy to those dead bones. And he tells telling us to do the same thing. And that's what I was doing in Mount Olive. I'm prophesying to those dead bones. Praise the Lord. I'm speaking life into what looked like a dead situation. There was death all around, but you're speaking life. You know, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 14 in New Living Translation, it says, let love be your highest goal, but you should always desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. Hallelujah. And because Ezekiel was obedient, God was able to raise up a mighty army. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, bones, you know, he put bone to bone and flesh became on those bones. And he raised up a mighty army. You mo I'm sure most of you are familiar with the story. Saints, one of Satan's tactics is to make you fearful, to intimidate you so that you won't even attempt to fight for what belongs to you. But you need to know what David knew when he went up against Goliath. David recognized that he was not alone. Amen. And neither are you. When David went up against the Goliath, some translations say he was nine feet, six inches. Some say six feet, six inches. But regardless, he had to be a pretty good guy because his armor weighed over 125 pounds, Amen. not counting his shield. But David recognized, like I said, that he was never alone. You know, it says in 1 Samuel 17 that Goliath would come forward every morning and every evening and take a stand. How many of you go to bed at night or wake up in the morning and the devil takes a stand by putting some kind of thought into your mind and trying to kill some dream or some vision that you have to intimidate you, to tell you that you can't do it, that there's no way that you can do that. I can't count the times he's told me, Joe, you can't do that. You don't have the education. You're not qualified. Even when he wanted me to be the chaplain, I said, Lord, I'm not, I don't have the education. I'm not qualified. But did that stop the Lord? No. I became the only chaplain probably ever to be able to hold that position without any of that. You know, but you know, like I said, I don't tell people a lot of things unless the Lord puts it on my spirit too. And maybe there's somebody that probably needs to hear that. You can do it. Take my word for it. God says you can do it. And he's put it in your spirit. That means you can do it. He wouldn't put anything in your spirit that you can't do. Amen. It might look impossible, but he wouldn't put it there if it was. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. His purpose, just like Satan, his purpose was to intimidate. His purpose was to put fear into the hearts of the Israelites. And we know that he was successful in intimidating them and putting fear into them because nobody wanted to fight him. Nobody wanted to take him on. Like I said, most of you know the story. But it says in 1 Samuel 17, says that David asked the men standing near him, he said, what will be done, he says, for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? He said, what's to be done for him? And David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine anyway, that he should defy the armies of the living God? Amen. And that's what you need to be saying. Who is this uncircumcised yes. Philistine, the devil, the that he should defy 
that God's living, our, you know, his army. Because you are, aren't, you are in the army. Yes. You are soldiers. Amen. You're soldiers of the Most High God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. It says that the men repeated to David what Saul had told him that you know, he would give to the person that took Goliath out. And David said to Saul, he said, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. He says, your servant, he says, will go and fight him. I want to point something out to you, brothers and sisters. Before David went up against Goliath, he told Goliath what he was going to do. And he told him how he was going to do it. Didn't he? He prophesied. In other words, he was practicing Romans 4.17. Him would call him them things to be not as though they were. When I was sitting in Mount Olive speaking about the books and the radio programs and and then when the Lord put it in my spirit about, another, about a spouse, you know, having a, a mate, I began to call those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Jesus. And we all know how the story ended, saints. A little shepherd boy with a mere slingshot and three stones, but David only used one. A little shepherd boy with a mere slingshot and three stones took out Israel's enemy. And it says with three stones, but actually he only took one. But you also know that it was not the slingshot. It was the power of God Almighty behind that slingshot. All he did was he had a slingshot like this, and he just whipped it over his head, and he let it go. You know, I, don't, I think David might have been a little larger than me. Maybe not much. But the point is, we know that it wasn't the slingshot. The slingshot didn't have anything to do with it. Do you agree with that? It was the power of God Almighty behind the slingshot. Just like everything else we do. It didn't need the education. It needed this. It didn't need that for me to get the position as a chaplain. But the power of God Almighty behind me. To preach and teach the word, I went to the Holy Ghost school. The Holy Spirit taught me. But you know, as I was saying, it's kind of like a police officer, you know, they don't really have a lot of power, you know. They can stand out there on that highway and an 18-wheeler can come by and he just stands out there, a little guy and holds his hand up and that 18-wheeler go, He can run over him, but it's not that, you know, he's not afraid of the policeman, but it's the power behind him. Okay? It's just that Satan is like you. You know, maybe you you don't look like much, but it's the power behind you that Satan's afraid of. But he's not afraid if you don't exercise that power. But if you exercise that power and and, and use the name of Jesus, he doesn't have any uh, alternative power but to go and to flee. And now what the word says, resist the devil and he'll have to flee from you. Hallelujah. David knew that the God of Israel would have his back and he knew that God will back him up. Praise God. Just like he backs me and just like he'll back you up. Just like he'll fight for you and he'll fight for me if you'll just dare step out. Just all, that's all we got to do, step out. When David took Goliath, all the rest of the Philistines fled in terror. And the Bible says that we're going to be surprised when we finally see what Satan really looks like. 
The Bible tells us in Isaiah 14, 13, in the voice translation, verse 16, it says, people peer down at you from above and their curiosity overflows. He says, people will say, wow, is this the man who once terrorized the world? Is this the one who rocked the earth's kingdom and threatened us with disaster? Brothers and sisters, Satan is that big termite that has been eating away at your life, attacking you in every area of your life. But know this, God is our Father, and we're His sheep, and He will deliver us out of anything that comes up against us. Are you hearing me? David said in Psalms 34, 4, he said, I sought the Lord and required Him of necessity and on the authority of His word. He said, I sought the Lord and required Him of necessity and on the authority of His Word, and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Hallelujah. He says in Psalm 73, 25, David said, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the rock and firm strength of my heart and my portion forever. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes I don't feel like I can make it. Sometimes you don't feel like you can make it. Sometimes you feel like your flesh is going to fail you. But he says, God is my rock. And I say to you tonight, God is my rock, and he's my firm foundation, and I stand on him. And as I was putting this message together, the enemy was attacking me on all sides, and I might add, still is. And I still felt, but I still felt like shouting. I felt like jumping up and down when I was thinking about the goodness of God, and I was thinking about the power of God. You know, I know there's no need to fear the giants in your life either, saints. God said he will deliver you out of the hands of your enemies. And he tells you that in Second um, Kings 17. You need to know that you may not look like much in your own sight or the sight of your enemy, but God sees you and he sees me as more than conquerors. He sees you as a mighty warrior, a warrior wearing his armor. And I know that you may, I don't know if you've ever thought about this or not, but I know that you know what a conqueror is, but maybe you've never given much thought to what more than a conqueror is. A more than a conqueror is somebody, you know, when you conquer, you go in and you conquer that situation, you conquer that city, and then a more than a conqueror goes in and rebuilds it. Amen. The conqueror, you know, when things were happening to my life, and maybe some things already happened in your life, destroyed you, but you were a conqueror, and you went back as more than a conqueror, and you rebuilt it. Amen. You made it even better than it was before. Amen. Are you hearing me? You are more, more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Just like David, he couldn't do much fighting with Saul's armor on, but he sure, sure could rip glide a new one with his slingshot and the power of God Almighty behind him. I can't do much on my own, but I can sure do an awful lot with the power of God Almighty. And you might not can see them, saints, but there's angels up here. There's angels in here. They're all around. They say they come out their swords drawn, Amen. protecting God's word. Amen. They're angels all around. Yes. They're your protection. They're, they're here to protect you. They're here to protect God's, to give honor to God's word yes. as it's being taught Thank you, Jesus. and to watch over you. You're not alone. God said he surrounds you with his angels. Amen. You know, listen to what David prophesied to Goliath. David said, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, 
and I will smite you and I'm going to cut off your head. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah. He says, and I'm going to give the corpses of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. <laughs> hallelujah. He says, and, and you're going to do this, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all the assembly shall know that the Lord saves, not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Yes. Hallelujah. Doesn't it just make you want to shout? Yes. To know that, you know, that, you know, that was a long time ago when David did that, but it doesn't matter because our God never changes. Our God never changes. I know that there's a lot of stuff going on that could tempt you to be fearful, but let's never forget the one saints that fights our battles for us. God tells us that our weapon is his word. It tells us that in Ephesians six seventeen that we will the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. God's word is your slingshot. Yeah. And you have to be quick to speak it. David was quick to speak. He was quick to prophesy what he was going to do. And you're going to have to be quick to prophesy to your situation. You have to speak, saints. When the devil is trying to steal from you, you have to say to Satan, Satan, you dare steal from one of God's elect? Do you dare to even think about stealing something from me? You might want to think about that. I mean, you know, you need to tell the devil that. Satan, you need to think about that. Because it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot. You just go right ahead and see if you don't have to give it back to me seven times over. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He will because he has no choice, saints. As Jesus told him in Matthew 4, 4, it has been written. And remember God said in 631 that if you can identify the thief, he's got to give it back to you seven times. It's written. That was Jesus' answer to Satan, and that's got to be your answer. It's written. God said in Psalms 107, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yes. Say so in the Greek means homilogio, to say the same thing. He said, you have to say what his word says, not what your past experiences have been, Amen. but what God's word says. You know, I've written this now. You've got to be like a Peter, okay? Maybe you didn't catch anything the last time you threw your net in, but I encourage you to throw it in again. Maybe you wrote down what, what you, your goals or your destiny or things that you're believing the Lord for and you haven't seen anything, but I encourage you to, to write them down again and this time back them up with God's Word and, and don't give up. Stand on them. Stand as long as it takes. Some things took me weeks, some minutes, some years. Some things happened even while I was still asking. So don't grow weary. The Bible says don't grow weary in doing good. Speak it, saints. It won't work unless you speak it. It's like medicine. It won't work unless you take it. Doctors can give you all the medication that you need, but unless you take it, it's not going to work. It's the same with the Word of God. In closing, let me remind you of this. You need to know that Satan means you a lot of harm. But you also need to know that what Satan is meant for your destruction and for your harm, God is going to turn it around just like he did for me. And he's going to use it for your good and for his glory, just as he did with me. Hallelujah. Just like he did with Joseph in Genesis 50, said, you know, he turned it around. That's what he told Joseph. He said, you know, the devil meant this for your harm, but I'm going to turn it around and use it for his good and his glory. And just think of all the good stuff that happened 
when God turned it around. You know, remember 1 Samuel 30, 19, that when David asked God about pursuing his enemies, after they had come into his camp and took his wife and everything that he had, what he should do, God told David to go after them and get them all back. So David did as the Lord told him. He went after them and he recovered it all. Amen. Actually, he recovered more than what he stole. He recovered all that the enemy had taken from him according to 1 Samuel. Hallelujah. And he wants no less for you either, saints. Amen. Take him at his word. Proverbs 6, 31 says, Identify the thief and make him bring it back. Yes. Plus some. And didn't he tell, isn't that what he told David? Amen. He said, should I pursue? God said, yes. You go get them. And he went into the camp. He and his men, he slaughtered them all. Got the wives, got the livestock. Got everything they had Amen. and brought it back. You. you know, and what else he did, you know, that I, had, I hadn't really noticed it that much till this afternoon. But I noticed not only did he bring it back, you know, there was 200 men that I did know that. And I, but some of the other stuff I knew, but I hadn't given it a lot of thought. Sometimes we, the Lord gave us some revelation on things. But he had the 200 men that were tired. And he left them there, and the other men went on the fight. And so after they came back with all the goodies, you know, some of the troublemakers, it said a couple of troublemakers didn't think that David should, you know, they were going to split the goods with everybody. And they didn't think they should split them with the 200 that was left behind. But David said, I can't believe you even saying that. He said, we share with everybody. He said, these were the ones that stayed behind protected equipment. And then I read, if you read further, you'll see that they also, they sent gifts back to the elders of the church. He didn't keep it all for themselves. They divided it, and then they sent gifts, they said, to all the different places that they had been. They sent gifts back to the church, to the elders. You know, so we need to keep some of those things in mind, too, that when the Lord blesses you, Remember that and remember where it came from and share and share. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's new book. It's titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. During this unsettling and fearful time, do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this new book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. The new book from Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation to Speak the Word Ministries of just $10 or more. 
Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Again, that's P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Our telephone number is toll-free, 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. That's speakthewordministry at cox.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you so much. I thank you, Jesus, for being our Lord and Savior. I thank you, Jesus, that you loved us so much, that you bore all of our pain and all of our sickness for us so we wouldn't have to. Lord, I pray that everyone will get a revelation, a new insight, and understand that they don't have to put up with anything, Lord. They don't have. The doctors might tell them they got to live with this, but I'm here to say, based on your word, they don't have to live with anything, that they don't have to accept anything. All they have to do is accept your word and accept what you've already done for them. Just as they accepted salvation, so can they accept their healing because it was a whole package. It was a package deal, Lord. And Father, we just give you all the praise and all the glory. And Holy Spirit, we just thank you for your presence. Thank you, Jesus, that you're here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here. And I just thank you, Father. And I thank you again for the honor and the privilege of being here and being a mouthpiece for you and delivering your word. In Jesus' name, we praise you and we thank you. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word